Some viewers may find this disturbing. Your discretion is advised. Hi, my wonderful sweet babies. It's Destin Choice, and you're listening to Time Out with Choice. So today's podcast, I've been really contemplating about making this. I literally have anxiety right now because I did not expect to ever make this video. But I feel like I need to make this video more specifically because I feel like the black community is being lied to. And a lot of this stuff is like an agenda. And I'm really terrified that this video might get taken down. But a lot of you guys really need to know the truth. I've been questioning my stance about the Black Lives Matter movement lately. Because there's a lot of very problematic things that I've been noticing and that I've been researching that a lot of people aren't talking about. Now, let me just be very clear for everyone that's listening right now. Please, for fucking God's sakes, at least watch this video halfway if you're not going to watch the entire thing. But I recommend you watch the video or listen to it in its entirety. Because if you don't, you're basically going to miss the entire point of the whole thing. And if you judge it based off of the title, or based off of what someone told you, or based off something that you heard... You're a fucking idiot. Before I get to that, I want to give you guys a nice breakdown about Black Lives Matter, how they got started, and why a lot of people feel as though it's problematic, and why I've been questioning it lately. The Black Lives Matter Foundation is a global organization in the US, UK, and Canada whose mission is to eradicate white supremacy, build local power to intervene in violence inflicted in black communities. Black Lives Matter purposely initially was created to educate the world about imbalanced circumstances that further lead black people into systematic slave circles. Today, Black Lives Matter is deemed as a massive staple for political and social movements advocating for nonviolent civil disobedience and protests against indecence of cops, police brutality, and racially motivated violence against black people. The Black Lives Matter movement was founded by three black scholar women by the names of Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and Opal Tomedy. Due to the Black Lives Matter movement, it has inflicted a lot of good and it has in, it has evoked a lot of change. I can't say it didn't evoke a lot of change because it has. It has definitely served its purpose. But Black Lives Matter is a little problematic. And let me tell you why. I'm, I, I'm just not going to do it anymore. Like, I don't want to subscribe to any movement. I don't want to subscribe to any organization because I feel like everything is done with an ulterior motive. No one ever does anything out of the goodness of their hearts. Everything has an ulterior motive. We talk about this mostly in terms of Black Lives Matter. Black lives really do matter. But the problem is institutional racism in America. That's the overarching problem that still exists. And we should be talking about it. And you look at it, the, the legacy of racism in housing and jobs. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, beat up my wife, take on my sons. Tens of thousands of them, born out of wedlock, without parents, without supervision, without any structure, without any conscience developing because they literally, I yield myself three more minutes. We should focus on them now. If we don't, they will, or a portion of them will become the predators 15 years from now. Black Lives Matter has honestly been hijacked by many race hustlers, the media, liars, frauds, and it's been hijacked by politicians. The Black Lives Matter isn't what it used to be. Everyone knows Black Lives Matter first started when the whole situation regarding George Zimmerman getting acquitted for a secure back in 2013. Black Lives Matter is completely counterproductive. It's completely a joke, in my personal opinion. It's a joke. It's a joke, and let me tell you why. It's counterproductive because black people are being used as an agenda, and I'm not fucking here for it, and it makes me very upset that I'm finding all this out. Let me tell you why. 
So if you guys didn't know, Black Lives Matter is kind of known for shit like this. And although Black Lives Matter does have its positive, peaceful protesters who mean no harm and don't want no type of violence, and I'm sure some of you guys watching this are a part of the movement and have probably done nothing but be peaceful, but let's just be real here. I don't like the fact that it's been hijacked by a whole bunch of organizations and a whole bunch of people like George Soros and a whole bunch of billionaires and politicians who condone looting and rioting. So I do think it's a little bit fucked up that all these politicians like Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, all these politicians and celebrities like Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj, 6ix9ine, um, Lizzo, The Weeknd, Common, all these celebrities were creating donations and GoFundMes and whole foundations to bail out people who were actually starting shit. Now, my first issue with people who were attaching Black Lives Matters to bailouts was the fact that, let's be very clear, if you're not committing a crime and you're protesting peacefully and you mean no harm and you get arrested, your charge is going to get dropped, okay? Because you didn't do nothing wrong. But if you actually went out there starting shit, peeing on shit, breaking shit, harassing people, like literally I saw a whole woman throw a glass bottle at cops. If you're out here starting shit and making the whole movement look bad, why the fuck are we creating a whole GoFundMe and a whole foundation Funded by celebrities to bail out criminals who are actually starting shit and making this whole movement look bad. Please explain to me how that makes sense, how we're bailing out people all together when a big chunk of those people who went to jail were actually throwing glass and were actually breaking shit. Explain to me how that makes any sense. It doesn't. It just doesn't. It seems like it's an agenda. It seems like politicians and celebrities are purposely doing this because they wanted more chaos and mayhem. They wanted to bail out these criminals and put them right back on the streets so they can keep fucking shit up, making the movement look worse. So that was like my first strike with Black Lives Matter. My second strike of Black Lives Matter was recently. If you guys, if you guys didn't know, a Black Lives Matter protester actually killed somebody. Yes, a Black Lives Matter protester legit killed an eight-year-old girl. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why you guys didn't hear about this. I know a lot of you guys got that face like, what? What do you mean? Yes, they literally killed a innocent young black queen who did nothing wrong. So if you guys didn't hear about Sequoia Turner, Sequoia Turner is an eight-year-old girl who was basically murdered in the midst of a protest that was done for Rayshard Brooks. If y'all didn't know, Rayshard Brooks was a 27-year-old black man who was basically drinking outside of a Wendy's, loitering. Wendy's called the police on him because they felt he was a very suspicious-looking dude who was drinking, loitering around, and he felt he was being a liability to the establishment and a liability to themselves. So they called the police. The police went up to him. The police breathalyzed him. And basically, once they realized he was drunk, they tried to arrest him. He resisted arrest. As he was resisting arrest, he was beating the fuck out of the officers, kicking their asses and everything. He was able to shake away after they were trying to arrest him. After they tried to arrest him, he then grabbed the cop's taser, ran away, and aimed a taser at the cop. Yes, officers attempted to arrest Mr. Brooks. He tussled with the officers and was able to take the taser from one of the arresting officers. As Mr. Brooks ran away, 
He turned over his shoulder and appears to fire the taser at one of the officers. The officer in turn shot Mr. Brooks with his service weapon. Yeah, this scene has stayed largely unchanged over the past couple of hours or so. Now, I thought that was a little bit problematic, but that's not the whole gist of the story. To make a long story short, as people were burning down the Wendy's and were upset at the fact that people were legit, like, blaming Wendy's for calling the police. If you guys didn't know, a, a woman by the name of Charmaine Turner was with her daughter. They had just returned from their 4th of July weekend in the midst and the whole week within this riot. They had just returned from 4th of July weekend. And to make a long story short, as they were driving... They were trying to get through the protesters, but a lot of the protesters put illegal barricades. Yes, protesters put legit illegal barricades to block cars from coming because they didn't want the cars to break up their line. Because everyone knows that when you're protesting and when cars get through, everybody has to keep breaking up and breaking up. So they put the protesters put illegal barricades there to block the cars from getting through and interrupting the protest. Now, as this woman right here, Charmaine Turner, was with her with her eight year old daughter who's in the third grade. She didn't know why the why the barricades were there she had a feeling it was for the protest so this is what she did she tried to drive through them but they were blocking her and the protesters assumed that she was trying to hit them with their car she was actually trying to trying to do a u-turn in her cherokee suv as she's trying to drive and do a u-turn one of the protesters thought that she was trying to hit them so the protester jumped out the way pulled out a gun and started blasting the car with an eight-year-old in the back seat. Family and friends of eight-year-old Sequoia Turner filled the pews and remembered a young life lost. Sequoia's mother and brothers gathered enough strength to read a poem in her honor. They say there's a reason. They say that time will heal. But neither time nor reason will change the way I feel. No one knows my heart aches. And Pastor Gregory Sutton simply asked the church to support Sequoia's family during an unimaginable struggle. All we can do is pray and ask God for comfort. Sequoia was shot and killed in southeast Atlanta on July 4th. Atlanta police investigators say a group of armed men had set up a roadblock near the Wendy's where Rayshard Brooks was shot and killed by Atlanta police in June. According to APD, when the car Sequoia was in tried making a U-turn, at least one person in the group fired their gun and Sequoia was hit. Atlanta police later released these photos from a nearby security camera of a person of interest. The person in the pictures identified by his attorney as 19-year-old Julian Conley. The teen now labeled as a suspect by APD and facing charges of felony murder and aggravated assault. Conley's attorney Jackie Patterson talked with 11 Alive anchor Ron Jones earlier this week. He was on the scene of that shooting and he saw what happened, but he did not at any time shoot at that vehicle. Can he identify the folks who pulled the trigger? From my client's perspective, he said no. Mr. Williamson and Ms. Turner, did you all want to say anything? Help me, help my baby. She was only eight years old. Right now is with 30 minutes after the six. She would have been on TikTok dancing 
in her phone. Just got finished eating. We understand the frustration of Rachel Brooks. We understand. We ain't got nothing to do with that. We innocent. We didn't mean no harm. My baby didn't mean no harm. Somebody knows something. They say Black Lives Matter. You killed your own. You killed your own anytime. Just because of barrier. They killed my baby because she crossed the barrier and made a U-turn. You killed a child. She ain't do nothing to nobody. Shooting on my car before we could even make a U turn. Shooting my ties out like, why? But Black Lives Matter. I think we shot in her bed. Killing your own. Nobody there to heal you. You killed an eight year old child. Nobody. She ain't did nothing to now one of y'all. She just wanted to get home to see her cousin. That's all she wanted to do. She just wanted to get home. And the sad irony of this, you all watched the video of Rayshard Brooks. He talked about wanting to get home for his daughter's eighth birthday. The time for I just want to say something on behalf of our family. We are we're going to get through this because we are just that a family. Whoever did this, we asking the public. We are pleading, call Crime Stoppers. Call the Atlanta Homicide. Now, I know what some of y'all are thinking. Some of y'all are probably watching this saying, well, this isn't a reflection of Black Lives Matter. Well, how about this? Did you know that the day this woman's car got shot up, there were over like 50 protesters and guess what no one has fessed up no one has confessed literally no one like no one like there was mad people at that protest and no one is speaking up why is no one speaking up that person who shot shot shit up probably wasn't part of black lives matter but people who were there saw something and probably were part of black lives matter and they're silent when a black girl is dead but i guarantee you had she had died at the hands of a white police officer it would have been world war three white supremacist kkk it would have been world war three had she died from a, at the hands of a white cop though right now i find it funny how rappers and celebrities like Ludacris, kevin Hart, lord mayweather tiffany haddish people like the, the the migos like all these celebrities can donate money share gofundme for george floyd show up to george floyd's funeral J joe biden can show up to george floyd's funeral and pay respect to george floyd's daughter when it fits the narrative but they can't show up to sequoia's funeral nobody donated or shouted out her gofundme at all where's so where's sequoia's riot where's her riot oh i get it no one cares because it's a young black girl who died at the hands of a black lives matter protester that's why no one cares it doesn't fit the agenda it's not the current agenda they don't want to condemn black lives matter and guess what 
No one's talking about it. And I bear, I, I guarantee you, every single one of you guys listening to this right now didn't even hear about this. So Coria Turner, her life mattered. And the fact that a Black Lives Matter protester actually shot her, because this was in the midst of a Black Lives Matter protest. And what's crazy is, you guys want to know something really interesting? Her killers aren't even found yet. No one knows who killed her. They did recently arrest a suspect, but this was back in July. So there's no, there's no lead. No one knows who shot her, but this is a Black Lives Matter protest. There was over like 50 people there. And guess what? They keep, they're, they're keep, they keep urging the public to say something, to snitch, to say, hey, if you know something, please say something. But guess what? No one's saying anything. All them Black Lives Matter protesters that was there and no one saw nothing, please. No one saw who pulled that gun. No one saw who blasted that car several times. It's so insane. And it's so counterproductive how this little black girl, this queen, this black queen was literally killed by a Black Lives Matter protester. Or if it wasn't a protester, she was killed by someone in the midst of a Black Lives Matter protest. And no one who was a part of Black Lives Matter said anything. Black Lives Matter, right? Black Lives Matter, except that little black girl who was in the third grade, who loved doing TikTok, who her mom is damaged. Her, like the, the little girl literally died in her mother's arms. She literally said before she died, Mommy, I'm not going to make it. Mommy, I can't do it. And we talking about Black Lives Matter. Now, I don't want to be that person that says, what about black on black crime? Because we all know black on black crime does happen and we all know it's a real issue. But I understand that people who are part of the Black Lives Matter movement hate when it gets bought up. But I'm not going to stand for the fact that a little third grader, an eight-year-old black princess was literally killed in the middle of a damn protest. How does that make any sense? How was that productive? How does that help the movement at all? It makes the movement look awful because guess what? Black Lives Matter may say that they're all about police brutality and inclusion in black lives, but I find it interesting how they couldn't condemn the protesters. They couldn't condemn none of it. Oh, the shame didn't report on it. All these blogs that talk about black queens and black kings and black women this and black men that and let's stand together. None of them reported on it. The only people that reported on it was local Atlanta news. That's it. So if you're from Atlanta, you probably heard about this, but you didn't hear about this from mainstream news because it doesn't align with their agenda. A little eight-year-old black girl died in the midst of a Black Lives Matter protest, but they know that if they report on it, people are going to stop protesting. They want people to go out there. They want people to loot and burn shit up. And that's what I'm not for at all. This shit really pissed me off. This whole story literally broke my heart and I damn near cried. I don't even cry. But that whole thing made me cry. Y'all see this mother? She's damaged. Can you imagine if, uh, like, I'm sure some of y'all listening to this got eight-year-old cousins, nephews, cousins, little brothers and sisters. How would y'all feel if you was in her position? You'd be distraught. You'd be damaged. I couldn't imagine what she's going through. She got, like, two other kids, and now she got to literally tell her, she got to explain to her other young children why their sister is not coming home anymore because she literally died in the middle of a Black Lives Matter protest. It don't make no sense. I don't want to be that person that brings up black on black crime. But really, an eight-year-old girl that ain't do nothing wrong. She wasn't no game banger. She wasn't none of that. She came from a two-parent black family. Happy, positive black family. Successful black family that owned a home and everything. And she dies in the middle of this protest. And of course, there are going to be those people who are going to be like, well, that's not a depiction of Black Lives Matter. I find it funny how people crucify people like Trump, which they should, when white supremacists go to his rallies. And they say things like white power. So we can say we can say we can say to Trump like, "Hey, condemn them," which I agree. Trump should condemn their, those fucking white supremacists that come to his rallies. He should he should denounce them. I don't know if he has, but he should be denouncing them. I find it interesting how we'll say, "Well, Trump is not condemning them, so he must be racist." 
But why doesn't Black Lives Matter, the official Twitter account, condemn those motherfuckers that killed that little black queen? Why don't they condemn? Why don't they say nothing? What about that black chef that was doing nothing wrong but cooking for a lot of the protesters and got shot? What about him? It don't make no sense. All these people dying from this protesting shit. And it's just like, I understand peaceful protesting, but really? Like, we really about to just ignore the violence that's happening amongst all this? Another good example was this. I also feel like Black Lives Matter has turned into a movement where they're trying to demonize white people. A good example is, if y'all didn't hear it, I'm sure a lot of you guys heard about the Kenosha situation with Jacob Blake. What happened to him was pretty awful, but I'll get back to that. So Jacob Blake, in the midst of the whole protesting in Milwaukee, everyone knows Milwaukee is a very dangerous area. Everyone knows this. Anyone that lives in Milwaukee who's ever heard of Milwaukee, it's dangerous. Awful. So to make a long story short... A white dude was basically walking around with an AR-15 and the media was painting him as like he was like this white supremacist and he was evil and he was going around trying to kill black people with AR-15s and guns and he's a he's a, he's a mass shooter. Tell me why I was so irritated when I was resurfacing because I actually read up and did research on it before it like blew up and exploded. That was not true at all. This shooter right here is not true. He wasn't a white supremacist. Did he shoot black people? Did he shoot a white person? Yes, he shot like three people. He did shoot people. But here's the interview that the media is not showing you. These police officers could have done instead of firing at least seven bullets. Meanwhile, authorities have arrested an Illinois teenager after two people were shot and killed during protests a day earlier. 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse faces a first-degree intentional homicide charge. His online footprint appears to show a strong support for law enforcement. It's not clear whether he was part of any organized group, but before the shooting, he explained why he was armed. Our job is to protect this business. If there's somebody hurt, I'm running into harm's way. That's why I have my rifle confrontation between Rosenbaum and Kyle in the first place. Twitter user Drew Hernandez tweeted a good Samaritan put out a trash can fire that rioters were about to push into police squad cars. Rioters were then triggered by it and went after the gas station in retaliation. From what I understand, the person with the fire extinguisher was Kyle. It's hard to tell if that's Kyle in that video, but in another live stream from Facebook, you can clearly see Kyle run by the camera at the same gas station holding a fire extinguisher. Not to mention, these looters actually ran up on him. He was trying to tell them to go away and stop trying to loot his business that he was protecting, and they ran up on him. That's why he actually was defending a business. He literally was defending a business from looters. That's why he had a gun. Did he need that big ass gun? Absolutely not. But he was defending a, a business from looters. But that's not the agenda that Black Lives Matter wants you to follow. They want to make sure that you hate white people as much as possible. They want to make sure that you don't like white people. They want to make sure that we, like, we stir a divide because they want to make sure that they circulate a good amount of votes. I'm literally so annoyed with this whole movement at this point because it's become so counterproductive and a young black girl literally just died in the midst of all this. And we literally, we got people literally accusing this white dude as a white supremacist when all he was doing was protecting a business from looters. Like, 
It makes no sense. As he was waving the gun around people, they ran up on him, beat the fuck out of him, kicked him, and he shot them in self-defense because they ran up on him. Like, who runs up on a person with a gun? It makes no sense. I also want to talk about the fact that Black Lives Matter has been hijacked by people on Twitter who literally read a headline, they screenshot it, they repost it, and everybody goes around believing it. I find it really interesting how a lot of people don't do research, especially people on Twitter. It's embarrassing if you can literally sit up here and say you get your news from Twitter and you don't read the articles. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people on Twitter literally retweet and repost articles without actually reading the whole thing. A lot of the stuff you see on Twitter is lies. One thing I want to mention about Black Lives Matter is if a lot of you guys didn't know, Black Lives Matter was the purpose of it is to basically bring black people together and have serious conversations, vigorous conversations, right? Well, let's, let, me, let me throw this conversation at y'all. Did you guys know that 90% of black people vote Democrat or are registered Democrats, right? 90% of black people are registered Democrats in America. Very interesting, right? Did you know that Black Lives Matter collects a fuck ton of donations and a big portion of those donations have actually went to Democratic politician campaigns? Did you know that? So I recently did some research and I found out that if you go to Black Lives Matter and you see that little sign right here that says donate, if you go to Black Lives Matter and try to donate a certain amount of money to the cause and help eradicate white supremacy and help get rid of racism, did you know that a lot of that money goes to an organization called Act Blue? Literally, once you click donate, you can check for yourself if you don't believe me. Once you click on donate, the Act Blue sign pops up in the tab, right? Y'all see this? It pops up in the tab. As it pops up in the tab, Act Blue, their little logo, it immediately takes you to a site where it tells you to donate, how much you want to donate. It could help. They tell you, oh, you could help the cause. You could help this. You could help that. Tell me why I did my research and I tried to find out where that money went. A good chunk of that money actually goes to Democratic campaigns. Like, did you know Bernie Sanders made $100 million off of Black Lives Matter donations? Because Act Blue, because let's be very clear. Black Lives Matter tried to debunk this. They tried to, quote-unquote, debunk, debunk this. Black Lives Matter doesn't directly give the funds to Democrats. It's Act Blue. The money goes to Act Blue, and Act Blue, choose they choose to give the money to Democrats. That's what they do. Isn't it interesting how all these politicians are white politicians who are Democrats? Isn't that very interesting? You can even go on the on the Wikipedia page for Act Blue, and it'll tell you very vividly on their Wikipedia page that they're very open to Democrats. Things that, and you can see the Wikipedia page, right? They, they're essentially a card processing um, resource. And if you do a little bit of digging and you look at the Candace Owens video that she released, what she probably purposefully moves out of the picture as she shows you the video of all the donations that have been why are they open to republicans why are they just open to democrats why are they open to other political parties hmm very interesting it all seems like it's some type of agenda why the fuck do bernie sanders joe biden and all these other white politicians like elizabeth warren kamala Harris? why do all these politicians who had campaigns as Democrats this like literally like last year? Why did they make a hundred hundreds of millions off of donations? How does that make any sense? Like it's just like, but isn't it interesting how they made over a billion dollars in the past five years, but none of that money has touched black neighborhoods? You know what you you know what you do when you fund these politicians' campaigns? You're paying for their hotels, you're paying for their flights, you're paying for their teams, their PRs, their press, you're paying for this, you're paying for that, you're paying for their suits, you're paying for their private planes. That's what you're paying for when you fund somebody's campaign.
But why doesn't that money go in our community? We can collectively come together or white liberals can collectively come together and donate to Black Lives Matter. But why don't we donate that money to Flint, Michigan to help them get cleaner water? Why don't we put that money towards places in in Philly? Like Philly is like really, really fucked up right now because a lot of Black Lives Matter anarchists went around burning shit up, ran around fucking shit up. They fucked Philly up. Even in Houston, like a big chunk of Houston got fucked up due to like the protest that was going on. So you mean to tell me that all these Democrats collect hundreds of millions of dollars off of all these people who are donating for black issues and to eradicate white supremacy just for it to go in the pockets of Democratic campaigns? That don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. This is literally documented proof. Black Lives Matter can't even deny this. All they can say is, well, we don't give the money to to Act Blue. That's literally all they can say. Act Blue purposely gives the money to them. Act Blue, vote blue. You get it. Blue is a symbol for Democrats. You see where I'm coming from here? Like it's it's, it's the, the movement's just been hijacked. It's corrupt. Another thing about Black Lives Matter, that a lot of you guys didn't know, is Black Lives Matter actually has a lot of goals. Their goals is to eliminate things like cisgender privilege, which, if y'all didn't know, cisgender is the opposite of transgender. And cisgender privilege is basically what they what they want to dismantle because they want everybody to be seen as one, especially if you're a person of color. And to make a long story short, they feel as though the world is run by patriarchy, which it is, and they feel like the world's ran by misogyny, which it is. Now, one thing that's very interesting about the Black Lives Matter site is one of their goals is to disrupt the nuclear family. Bitch, when I found that shit out, I damn near threw my phone across the room. If y'all didn't know what a nuclear family is, but before I even tell you what that is, here's what what their site says verbatim. So this is what their site says. Their site says that they want to dismantle the nuclear family, but they want to dismantle the westernized version of the nuclear family. So... Basically, if you don't know what a nuclear family is, well, if you don't know what Western is, Western means anything white. So Western means Western culture, white culture, whitewash, white this, white that, anything that's deemed as white, right? So they want to dismantle the Westernized version of the nuclear family. The nuclear family is basically a family where it's a two-parent household. So a nuclear family, a good example is the Cosby Show, my wife and kids, the Bernie Mac Show. That's an example of a nuclear family where there's not a single parent, but there's a two-parent dynamic that helps raise the kids. A two-parent household, that's what a nuclear family is, a two-parent household, and they want to dismantle that because they feel as though that society, especially America, has a westernized version of it. Um... Can y'all explain to me what's so Western, a.k.a. white, what's so Western about a nuclear family? Why would they want to disrupt and dismantle it? It makes no sense. Did you guys know that at least 80% of people who are in prison right now for life, 80% of them are actually coming from a fatherless home? Black, white, Latino, Asian, Hispanic. All of them come from a fatherless home. Did you know that majority of the gang members that are, that are in Venezuela, that are in Honduras, that are in places like Ecuador and El Salvador, a lot of those people who are in gangs come from a fatherless household? Did you know that? Isn't it really interesting how they want to dismantle the nuclear family, but that's like one of the best things that could ever happen to people? Now, don't get it twisted. Not all nuclear families are good because some fathers are obviously trash or some mothers are obviously trash. But let me just say that... of you guys can honestly admit, a lot of you guys who grew up in single-parent households can admit that a lot of you guys had some underlying issues growing up because you didn't have two parents in your life. You can admit that. Because you didn't have two parents in your life or because you didn't have two good active participants in your life or one good participant in your life, you can admit that you have issues. There's a reason why a lot of women date shitty men, men that abuse them, men that treat them like shit, men that just use them for sex. A lot of times, those are women who have daddy issues. And a lot of them 
can admit that. The same thing with men who go around disrespecting black women. The same thing with men who go around disrespecting women in general, assaulting women, abusing women. A lot of them grew up around mothers who didn't teach them how to respect women or grew up in a fatherless household where their father didn't show them a good example of how women should be treated. You see, I'm coming from here. Having a two-parent dynamic is one of the best things that could happen to people. But even if a if, uh, even if a father isn't in the home, your father should be in your life, even if he isn't in the home. But a lot of people don't have that luxury of having their father in their life and not having their father in their home. Imagine not having your father in your life and not having the father in the home. That's a stressful thing. Financially, physically, and mentally, it's a struggle for children who don't have two parents in their life. It's it's just a struggle. You don't need two parents in your life to be successful, but it is a struggle. So let's just be real here that Black Lives Matter is a little bit corrupt and problematic. The organization, at least, the organization, at least, is a little bit corrupt because I find it weird how they want to disrupt the nuclear family and they want to combine everyone like a village. That's their goal. They want everyone to collectively be like a monolithic, uniformic family. They want all black people to come together as like a village. They want us to be like this little village that comes together and helps one another. Um, Forgive me. But when rent is due on the first, do you think black people about to come up and be like, oh, um, here's $100. I'll help you with your rent. Um, no. Um, when, when, when mothers, mothers watching this, when you, need a, when you need a babysitter for your child, do you think the black community is going to want to come together as a village and help you, you know, take care of your child? No, they're not going to babysit your damn kid. And that's just the truth of it. They want to make everyone a monolithic village type group. When in reality, that doesn't do anything for black people. No, we should be encouraging a nuclear family. We should be encouraging that. We should be encouraging women to make better choices than men or men make better choices than women so that we can have a nice family structure. That's what we should be encouraging. We shouldn't be encouraging uh, eradicated so that way we're all family. No. That just couldn't work because if we can't, if, if, for example, a black man can't come together and stop disrespecting black women and acknowledge that there's an issue between, you know, black men and black women... If they can't come together and do that, how the fuck do we expect all of us to come to come together as a village? You got black people who still think that only liking dark skins, only like only liking light skins is a preference. We can't even come together and have this conversation about colorism. What makes think we're gonna come together as a monolithic group and just collectively raise each other and uplift each other? There's a lot of things that are affecting the black community that is so beyond racism. Let me just tell you that the black community, we are our own worst enemy. Period. There's a lot of things that we could do collectively to improve ourselves. Aaron McGruder said it the best. Aaron McGruder is the creator of Boonox, and I love him so much. He's fucking awesome. He said it the best. As much as we like to talk about white people, and as much as we can legitimately place uh, responsibility for the creation of these social conditions on white people, there's still problems that, that we bring upon ourselves and that we can ultimately correct ourselves. We really do celebrate ignorance in the black community. We really do dislike each other. We really don't get along. Black people support ignorance. And part of the ignorance that we support is the fact that we don't read shit. And Chris Rock said this the best. If you want to hide something from a black person, put it in the book. Why the fuck do we normalize sitting up here and not reading shit? Like, a lot of us are walking around with Black Lives Matter sign, Black Lives Matter t-shirts, and we don't even know that we're technically giving the organization free promo. When celebrities are going around saying, Black Lives Matter... And, and put, posting links to Black Lives Matter, the site, because yes, most celebrities like Zendaya, celebrities like Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross, all these celebrities from all these popular Netflix shows, they're reposting the Black Lives Matter link and redirecting to the Black Lives Matter site. And then when you go there, you're donating, thinking that you're helping the black cause and you're helping invest into black neighborhoods, but you're not. 
you're helping benefit white democratic campaigns. How does that do anything for black community? We want to, uh, like, I don't want to defund the police, but people want to defund the police. Don't even realize that if we want to defund the police, the saying is we're going to redirect the funds into different into black communities. But don't realize that we could be doing that for ourselves instead of donating all this money to Black Lives Matter. The whole system is corrupt. But that's why I'm not supporting Black Lives Matter anymore. I'm over it. I'm done. And it's kind of productive. It doesn't do anything for black people. It's not even our movement anymore. It's literally the white man political party, Democratic Party movement. That's their movement. They literally exploit the whole movement. Like, you got celebrities literally going on Democratic campaign shows saying, vote this, vote that. Billy Eilish was literally in a Democratic live show the other day saying how we should vote like our life depends on it. It's just like... It don't make no sense. Like it's like they're exploiting our whole movement just to get votes from us. When it, when meanwhile Democrats can't even name one rule that they're gonna implement to help get rid of police brutality and help benefit our education system. Literally none of them. So we sit up here voting for these people. And let me just be very clear that I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not nothing. I'm just me. I'm choice. That's who the fuck I am. Okay? Because. I think with logistics, and I don't think with emotion. And that's what we need to normalize more. We need to normalize thinking with logistics. Is police brutality a real issue? Absolutely, it's a real issue. But we cannot sit up here and act like... We cannot sit up here and act like this whole movement is what's going to benefit and make us be better people. We can't sit up here and act like anarchists, people burning shit down, fucking shit up, looking to ruin shit. And what's interesting about a lot of this whole Black Lives Matter thing is the fact that it distracts us from the bigger issue. The bigger issue is the fact that we need to normalize having nuclear family. We need to normalize compliance in our community. Now, I completely understand that when it comes to police brutality, it's hard. Like, it's it's a struggle to see people who look like you being killed and shot by the police. But like I always say, compliance is key. You need to comply with law enforcement because that's literally the only way that you can beat the system. You need to comply. And if you feel like they did you wrong, you can sue the fuck out of them. You can sue their pants off. We got to stop sitting up here normalizing bullshit like this. Like, Black Lives Matter is not my movement. It's not my movement. Like, I'm, I'm not supporting that no more. I'm not supporting all lives. I'm not support. I'm, I'm not supporting none of that, okay? I'm just going to support the individuals individually. So, Sandra Bland, Trayvon Martin, um, let's see, who else? Um, Breonna Taylor, Botham Jean, all these people who were done unjustly, I'll support them as individuals. That's who I'm supporting. I'm not supporting no movement. I'm not subscribing to that. You could unsubscribe to me, say F you, fuck you, you ain't shit, you a cool, da, da, da. like, I don't give a fuck. Unsubscribe to me, unfollow to me, I don't give a fuck. Okay? I don't give a fuck. What, what are the kids doing nowadays? Period, poo. But for real, for real, I'm not subscribing to this movement because it's corrupt and it's full of shit now. It was good at first, but then it got to a point where it became about money. They're collecting millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars every fucking year, every time a black person dies. They're literally exploiting black death. And what are we doing? We promoting these people, giving this organization all our fucking money, when in reality, we should be creating our own damn movement. The whole movement is funded by a whole white man, George Soros. The whole movement is literally being benefited the most financially by white politicians. They benefit financially the most from it. So how the fuck are we promoting this movement when in reality they benefiting the most from me? I'm literally pissed the fuck off because I literally feel played that I support it. I was for the cause. I was for, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, Black Lives Matter, fight the power, woohoo, but I'm not doing this no more. This is just a way for Democrats to get more votes from us and I'm not fucking with it. This is another way for Democrats to get more support. Like this is like some evil plantation slavery shit. Like this is this is what this is what I will compare it to systematic slavery where they're not even telling us where our money is going. They're like, they're plotting off of our ignorance. And what's even worse is Black Lives Matter also, here's another example why I don't support the movement anymore. We have a habit of putting criminals on a pedestal. 
I'm going to say it because I know nobody else will. People like Rashard Brooks wasn't innocent. That man literally tried to grab a cop's taser, aimed it at the cop, and the cop shot him in self-defense. Now, is it right that Rashard Brooks died? Absolutely not. Is a gun a good answer? Absolutely not. But why was Rashad Brooks drinking under the influence? And why did he grab a cop's taser and aimed it at the cop? There's literally video evidence and body cam footage that shows all of this. I watched the entire two-hour body cam footage, and I can honestly admit that Rashad Brooks was in the wrong. That police officer, he wasn't racist. None of that was racially motivated. It was a simple fact where Rashad Brooks was being violent. He was kicking these cops, punching their asses, and he took their taser. He took a lethal weapon and pointed it at them. Can a gun beat a taser? Absolutely. But why do we sit up here and we put Rashad Brooks on murals? Why are we painting murals of Rashad Brooks? But what about all these other black women that are being shot and killed by other black men, being abused by other black people? More so, the fact that women of color, especially black women who live in disadvantaged communities, are more susceptible to human trafficking. And guess what? It takes for them having to die for people to care and trend their hashtag. Why the fuck do we sit up here and we glamorize criminals and paint murals of them? Why are we burning down Wendy's for Rashad Brooks? Why are, we, why are we putting them on t-shirts? Why do we put people like Jacob Blake on t-shirts? Now, I don't want to be that guy. What happened to Jacob Blake was pretty messed up. He didn't really deserve that. But to be fair, the dude literally walked away as police were constantly asking him to stop. He kept walking as police asked him to stop. If the police asked you to stop, you stop. And then dude literally reached in his car and come to find out, the mainstream media is not going to tell you this, the dude had a whole knife in his car. He had his two kids in the back seat. Is it right that Jacob Blake got what he got? Hell no, that's not right. He didn't deserve that. But at the same time, why was he reaching in his car? See, I'm not doing this whole race baiting shit because I think with logistics. I don't think with my skin color. I don't think with emotion. Y'all know how I get down. And I don't think with that whole, you know, thinking with emotion. I don't let my blackness speak for me. I let this speak for me because this, this, this is what got me through life. And it's really irritating and it's making me really fucking emotional that we sit up here and glamorize people who actually did wrong things. Did you know that Jacob Blake was act is actually on trial right now for sexually abusing another black woman, the most unprotected people on the planet, black women? He's literally in trouble. He's literally being investigated right now for sexually abusing another uh, abusing a black woman. Jacob Blake is literally being being investigated right now for trespassing and so many other things. But all the media wants to showcase and talk about is the fact that he was a white. He was he, he was eradicated. His, his you know he's paralyzed from the waist down by a white man. White people did this. It's like it's an agenda to try to get rid of cops in our community. It's like they want to keep killing. They want us to keep killing each other in our own community. So that way we keep voting Democrat or that way we keep voting a certain way or we keep, you know, feeling helpless and we keep looking for politicians to help us. No, we can help us. We can help each other. Why doesn't Black Lives Matter promote things like mental health care? Why don't they why don't they lead us to suicide hotlines? Why don't they take us to hotlines that will like help us become better people? Why don't they take about teach us about financial stability? The best way to escape the plantation, the best way to free yourself from slavery, the best way to free your mind is wealth, generational wealth. Jay-Z said it the best. Financial freedom is our only hope. That's what it is. Go to school. If you don't want to go to school, start a business. Learn about your finances. Budget your money. Build your credit. Buy a home. If you're a parent, save your money. Save your money. Build your credit. Build your 
build, build your reputation with your finances, get a financial consultant, and guess what? Get a home loan. After you get a home loan, then make sure then make sure that you 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 pay your mortgage on time. Then you guess what? You have a home, and then eventually when you when you're not here anymore, you could pass the home on to your kids. Like we should be normalizing building ourselves up. You know, it's like the thing is what I notice is this. People, black people who aren't from America are thriving more than actual African Americans. Nigerian Americans are fucking killing it right now. Caribbean Americans are killing it in education. But when it comes to African Americans, collectively, they feel as though that they have to look and look at white men and the politicians to keep saving them and keep freeing them. And that's why black America isn't thriving as much as they should be thriving. You know what I'm saying? We have all these celebrities out here with all these resources who have all this money in the world and all this, all these resources and opportunities to help build their communities. Like people like Snoop Dogg, Mayweather, people like T.I., all of them got all these opportunities to create restaurants. A lot of them have actually built businesses and have, have actually employed their own people. But a lot of times, a lot of them build their businesses. A lot of times they build their establishments outside of the hood. So we should be literally normalizing the fact that we should be trying to build generational wealth for one another. Why do we normalize the fact that we want to, why does Black Lives Matter promote the fact that we should be this monolithic, uniforming group that comes together as a tribe and a village and we're all one family? No, we should be normalizing the fact that we all could be killing it, eating together. Let's build together. Let, let, let's get this, let's get this paper, like. Let's build together. Black Lives Matter is promoting the wrong message, and I can't get down with that. We promote the fact that if we see a 30-second clip of a white cop abusing a black person, we could take it out of context and assume, oh, racism, white supremacy. Everything ain't racism. Everything ain't white supremacy. It took me a while to realize that. It took me a while to break that mindset, but a lot of things really aren't racism. Anytime you see a clip or a headline of racism trending, please be sure to do your research and look into it. Look into it. Read up about it. It makes no sense. Did y'all know that literally a couple weeks ago, a cop by the name of Officer Bohannon, yes, a upstanding black man who was married to a beautiful black queen, he was literally murdered by a white man who was resisting arrest. But of course, they're not going to talk about this because guess what? He was a black cop and the guy that he was trying to arrest was a white civilian, a white criminal. But of course, that doesn't follow with the narrative. They want to make sure that we hate the police. They want to make sure that we keep killing each other. They want to make sure that we keep being brainwashed. They want to make sure that we keep going out here, looting and burning our own neighborhood. So guess what? When we loot and burn our own neighborhood, it, it forces things like us wanting to vote for certain politicians because we feel like we need to be saved. It's an agenda. And that's why I don't support the Democrats. Because like I've always said, I'll say it once and I'll say it again. Democrats are not for the black community. I'm not a Republican. Trust me, I'm definitely not any type of. I'm not with any of those parties because a lot of them are corrupt and evil. But Democrats are not for the black community. Democrats started the KKK. Yes, they started the KKK. Don't hit me with that whole. No, there was a party switch. There was not a party switch. A few people switched parties. That's the real truth. The Democrats feed you that lie because they want you to keep voting for them. Democrats are the KKK. Democrats fought for Jim Crow laws. Democrat, Democrats also instilled horrible laws that had mass incarcerated millions of black men and took away millions of black fathers out of black households. The 1994 crime bill is still affecting so many black families to this day. You got the fact that the Democrats literally wanted to keep Jim Crow laws. They wanted, they wanted states to be segregated. The reason why there's so many cities where blacks are on this side, whites are on this side is because of Democrats. Like they not for black people. And in my personal opinion, before I close off, I want to say this. If black people really want to free themselves and black people really want their votes to be prioritized and they really want to see change, this is, this, this is what we need to do. Black people, listen the fuck up. 
black people, withhold your votes. Tell them straight up, like, Democrats, we ain't voting for y'all. Unless y'all give us exactly what the fuck we want and we have it in writing that y'all are going to do this shit. Unless you give us exactly what the fuck we want. We ain't voting for y'all. We all were told in our votes. We, matter of fact, we voting for independent. That's what we voting for. We voting for the Green Party. We're not voting for y'all motherfuckers because guess what? Black people, we got this magic. We have power to where we say, look, if we ain't voting for y'all, unless y'all give us what the fuck we want. We don't even value our own votes. We had this whole fucking creep, creepy-ass nigga, Joe Biden, literally tell us if we don't vote for him, then we ain't black. So and if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black, and you ain't black, and you got black people defending him saying, oh, well, Joe Biden said what he said, period. How shameful is that? Kanye said it the best. We should find the fact that Joe Biden even said that to us very revealing and how they how they see us. They don't even value us because we don't even value ourselves or our votes. Black people, y'all don't even collectively like each other. African-Americans can't even, can't even get along with Caribbean-Americans. Caribbean-Americans can't even get along with Africans from actual Africa who are raised in Africa, like, it just don't make no sense, like, we don't even like each other, we compare ourselves based on nationalities, we compare ourselves based on our skin tones, no shape, hair type, we, t- we tear down black women, we tear down darker skinned girls, call them monkeys, tell them that they burnt, that they ugly, it just don't make no sense, like, we need to collectively have very serious conversations that go beyond white supremacy, white supremacy is a real thing, racism is a real thing, brutality is a real thing, but we need to have legit conversations, the reason why so many black people are being killed at a disproportionate rate, the reason why we're so over-policed like we say we are, is the fact that we literally normalize ignorance, we normalize, oh wait, a white cop just killed a black man, now we're gonna burn and loot shit up, we normalize that kind of stuff, that's not okay to normalize that kind of shit, black people, we need to collectively have serious conversations, why is it that we're over-policed, why, why, we say we're over-policed, that's why a lot of us are being locked up, but why are we over-policed, why, why, why are we over-policed, oh, it's racism, not necessarily, the reason why we're so over-policed is because a lot of us are going down the wrong path, and a lot of us are committing most of the crimes, statistically, black people commit majority of the homicidal crimes, majority of the violent crime, a lot of it is done within our community, we got to have this serious conversation. The reason why we're so over-policed is the fact that we don't even respect one another. Black people, you see someone that's black, that don't even matter to another black, another black man who's willing to kill people and lose it all. That don't even matter to other black people. Shit, white people kill each other too. But the fact that we're killing each other and we want respect and we want to be treated with respect and we want to end white supremacy for good, we're not going to end the fact that we in change. We're not going to end the fact that we're dealing with all this oppression, the fact that we got to see our brothers and sisters dying when we're literally out here ignoring news articles for example y'all didn't hear about that dion k situation where that black man who was literally out here toting guns on facebook toting guns on instagram was literally out here running up on a cop yeah this guy dion k that dc literally burnt and looted shit up for it
he literally ran up on a cop. The body cam footage came out two days ago, and guess what? DC is looking real stupid right now because they saw a white cop kill, kill, kill a quote-unquote innocent black man who literally ran up on a cop from behind. And we supposed to just sit up here and just act like this is normal, like this isn't some agenda. I feel like there's a higher power controlling us. I feel like this is above black people. I feel like we're being used, manipulated, and controlled, and I'm not feeling it, and I'm not for it. Black people... Normalize generational wealth. Normalize uplifting your black children. Uplift your black children. Tell your black children that they can that their skin tone does not stop them from anything. You can you you can conquer anything. Tell your black daughters, look, you're beautiful. Your skin glows like the sunset. You could do whatever you whatever the fuck you want to do. You you want to be a doctor? You can do. You want to be a singer? You can do it. You want to start you listening to this right now? You want to start your hair salon? You want to start your hair business? You can do it. You want to start doing hair and getting paid for it? Go get you a book on business manufacturing and marketing. You can do it. You can start your business. You want to you want to start a YouTube channel? Go ahead. You can do it. I believe in you because I know someone out there is not telling you that you can do what you want to do, but I'm telling you right now if you're listening to this you can do it you want to get some mental health health help you can do it you want to become a better person you want to leave that toxic relationship you want to leave your toxic friends behind you want to get over your anxiety you can do it strive to be a better person stop falling for this whole movement stuff stop feeling like you have to belong to this movement just because you're black no being individual and support individuals who have been done wrongfully you don't need no movement and i don't need no movement i'm pissed the fuck off that I'm, i've just been getting played I've been donating my money to these damn people, to this organization, just for them to be handed to Democrats. Meanwhile, Democrats haven't done shit for black people for the past 25, 30 years. They've been running our cities for the past 35 years, 40 years. The hell we got from it? Nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. They fought for civil rights. They probably fought for, even though they were against civil rights, they fought for civil rights when it was trendy. But other than that, what are they doing for us? Our schools are still fucked up. Our schools are shitty. You guys ever notice how majority of the schools, majority of the fucked up cities that are predominantly Latino and black are ran by Democrats? Very interesting, right? So please don't fall for this. Please do your research. If you see a race-based title, don't believe it. I'm trying to save anyone that's listening to this. But of course, some people are going to miss the message and say, oh, F you, fuck you, you're stupid, you this, you don't listen. Listen, goodbye, because I don't want no one subscribing to me if you only subscribe to me just because I tell you what you want to hear. No, I tell you what you need to hear. Black people, we have a lot of work to do, and it's way above racism and aka white supremacy and KKK. I'm tired of all this damn pandering. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Democrats. I'm tired of all these damn celebrities pandering to us. I'm tired of seeing white liberals bow down to their knees about white privilege and oh my god i vowed to use my white privilege to defend black i'm, I'm tired of it i want to see some solution i want some i want to see some fucking change i want to see our schools being equally funded i want to see the fact that we are uplifting each other for our features and our phenotypes i want to see unity positivity uplifting each other that's what i want to see I don't, want to, I don't want to see no more of this whole burn down, looting shit and saying, yep, go ahead, burn down, loot it down. Oh, 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 sorry. Even though 15 people worked at that Wendy's, even though 15 black people worked at that Winn-Dixie, even though 15 black people worked at that Walmart that y'all looted and burnt down, it's okay. Burn it down because at the end of the day, they got insurance. Burn it down. Oh, sorry. Barbershop, black owned barbershop. Oh, black owned restaurant. Burn it down. Who cares? Nah, fuck that. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. That's all I had to say on that. I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. I said a lot. I said a mouthful. I know some people are going to copy and paste this, send this everywhere, be like, oh my God, you're a coon. F you, fuck you. Um, 
goodbye unsubscribe leave my motherfucking channel and don't come back bitch i said what the fuck i said black lives matter is counterproductive i no longer support it anymore black lives matter has no longer gotten my support i support the individuals that were done unjustly sandra bland trayvon martin all these other people like botham jean all the other people like philando castile they get my support people who have been done justfully who have been done unjustly and who are actually who are actually innocent not some copy and paste race baby title that's meant to stir controversy. Not some fake ass news headline that's meant for us to go out there and start looting and breaking down our own neighborhoods. Nah, fuck that. Like, comment, subscribe. Please be sure to support me on my platforms. You can stream me on Spotify. You can stream me on SoundCloud. You can stream me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you guys want, you guys can also support my Patreon. It's as low as $2. Link in my description down below. My Patreon is Choice TV. Please be sure to support it. If you guys are interested, it's as low as $2. And yeah, I love you guys so much. And please understand that I don't give a fuck if this video triggered you or pissed you off. I think with logistics. I don't think of my skin color. And I encourage everyone to do the same. Think with logistics. Get your head out of your ass and get your head into reality. Okay? Hop out your feelings and hop into your bag. That's all I got to say on that. So, thank you guys so much for all the support. I love you guys so much. It never goes unnoticed. And, yeah. I'm about to be, I guess, <laughs> boycotted. People about to go in on me. I don't know if people going to copy and paste this and make it seem like I'm just some coon. But it is what it is. I stand by everything I said. And I no longer support Black Lives Matter. Time out is over. Mm -hmm.